0: is Barbara Ann Briggs and I am a certified teacher of transcendental meditation and also the author of two books, Pilgrimage on the Path of Love, a novel of visionary fiction which has been hailed as the perfect amalgamation of spiritual awakening and self-discovery. I'm also the author of The Contribution of Mahashi's Vedic Science to Complete Fulfillment in Life. I'm a poet and a freelance journalist with numerous articles published in many different parts of the world. In this podcast, The Essence of Life, we will begin to understand the meaning of what is actually the essence of life. If you enjoy this podcast, please click the support the show link after the show notes and consider making a monthly donation. You may also go to the donations page on my website. The subject of today's podcast is higher states of consciousness. According to Mahashi's Vedic science, there are seven major states of consciousness. The three states of consciousness everyone is familiar with are waking, dreaming, and sleeping. The fourth major state of consciousness is pure consciousness, the state we spontaneously and effortlessly experience during the practice of the transcendental meditation technique. Pure consciousness is a state, consciousness, which exists at the deepest, most settled level of the mind It is the state of least excitation of consciousness in which consciousness is fully wide awake within itself, to itself. It's a state of inner wakefulness in which consciousness is aware of itself. Normally, there are three aspects of knowledge, the knower, the process of knowing, and the known. And when we are focusing in the waking state of consciousness, there's a separation between the knower, the process of knowing, and the object of knowledge. But in the state of pure consciousness, the knower, the process of knowing, and the known exist in a state of perfect unity, the togetherness of knower, knowing, and known. Pure consciousness is the source of creativity and intelligence within the mind. It is actually the source of thought. All thoughts arise from the deepest, quietest, most settled level of the mind, but we just become aware of them when they, when they reach the surface level of, th- of thought— it's like a bubble rising from the deepest level of the ocean and bursting on the surface of the ocean. we become aware of our thoughts when they have when they have risen to the surface level of our awareness. But if we could find a way to transcend and experience quieter and quieter and quieter levels of the thinking process then we would reach that state of pure consciousness, the simplest state of human awareness. Pure consciousness has been described in the Kata Upanishad in this way, and I quote, The discriminating man should merge the organ of speech into the mind. He should merge that mind into the intelligent self, He should merge the intelligent self into the great soul. He should merge the great soul into the peaceful self. The peaceful self is that state of pure consciousness that that the mind experiences when it settles down to its least excited state as the mind becomes accustomed to transcending the body becomes purified the body has a spontaneous ability to release any stresses and strains standing in the in the way of perfect functioning so when we gain a very deep state of rest when the mind transcends the body immediately starts throwing off stresses and strains, and starts getting rid of any obstacles which have stood in the way of expressing our full creative intelligence in activity. So as we continue on the path of transcending, the body also becomes purified. When all the stresses and strains are released from the physiology, the body, the mind is able to maintain a state in which the calm collectedness of pure consciousness is spontaneously maintained, even in the midst of dynamic activity. When one acts, one acts in freedom, one is no longer bound to the cycle of action, impression, and desire, one is no longer caught in the pendulum between the opposing forces of gain and loss, joy and sorrow, pleasure and pain. In the state of cosmic consciousness, the fifth major state of consciousness, awareness is anchored to the depth of the ocean of inner equilibrium, and one is steadfast in the silent wholeness of pure, unbounded being. Pure consciousness is a stable feature of our life 24 hours a day. So this is the state of cosmic consciousness. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says to Arjuna, Yogastha Kuru Karmani, established in being, perform action established in the self, perform action. As cosmic consciousness develops, one feels that everything is going by itself. One's desires are fulfilled much more effortlessly, without exerting much effort. Where previously one used to worry about the past or the future, one no longer worries, one is no longer caught in the in the grip of the past or the future. Life flows very smoothly, and one feels that everything is moving toward the fulfillment of one's goals in life. The state of cosmic consciousness is a state in which inner silence supports every wave of activity. The next state of consciousness, after cosmic consciousness, the fifth state of consciousness is the sixth state of consciousness, which is sometimes called glorified cosmic consciousness. It has also been called Bhagavad Chaitana, or God-consciousness. The path from cosmic consciousness to God-consciousness is a path of increasing appreciation, increasing reverence, or love, Increasing devotion to God. In cosmic consciousness, one's vision is no longer clouded by stress and fatigue. Therefore, the ability to appreciate the inner harmony and beauty of creation naturally unfolds. With the growth from cosmic consciousness to God consciousness, the senses of perception become more refined. And one is able to perceive subtler, finer levels of the objective world. This ability expands more and more until one is able to see the inner divine celestial value of life, permeating life everywhere. As the perception of the divine radiance increases, our love for God increases, and with more love, more happiness is experienced. When the ability to appreciate the celestial value of creation has grown to its maximum degree, then only one becomes capable of realizing God. Mahashi says, and I quote, In love, God is found in the world, and the world is found in God. Many, many expressions of God-consciousness are found in the literature throughout the ages, from ancient times to modern times. For instance, there's a quotation by the poet Rumi, and he says, The heart is nothing but the sea of light, the place of the vision of God, End quote. And the poet Kabir said, The infinite dwelling of the infinite being is everywhere, in earth, water, sky, and air. Firm is the thunderbolt. The seat of the seeker is established above the, above the void. He who is within is without. I see him and none else. And the the great mystic Meister Eckhart said, O wonder of wonders, when I think of the union of the soul with God, the divine love springs surging over the soul, sweeping her out of herself into the unnamed being of her original source end quote, "These expressions attest to the grandeur and majesty of God consciousness. Mahashi says, the state of God consciousness makes cosmic consciousness seem like a mere stepping stone because the state of God consciousness is such an exalted level of life, a level of adoration of the divine beloved. In this state, of God consciousness, everywhere one looks, every object shines with the light of the divine. The final stage of evolution occurs automatically after God consciousness. Mahashi says it's like riding up an escalator to Brahmi or unity consciousness. In unity consciousness, the climax of human perception one gains the ability to cognize every object in its infinite, eternal value. This is even more refined a level of perception than the celestial level. In the state of unity consciousness, the heart and mind are fully developed. The unbounded reality of the self is cognized everywhere. In the mahavakya aham brahmasmi I am totality. This is the expression of unity consciousness. The expression in cosmic consciousness is I and my world and the expression in God consciousness is I and my God. In unity consciousness one experiences a more intensified state of union between the self and God. Unity consciousness is a more evolved state than God consciousness because the value of the infinite level of perception predominates. In unity consciousness, one has total knowledge of the self, the subject, and total knowledge of the object of perception. Complete knowledge of the deepest level of life has now been gained, and there is nothing else that remains to be known. Mahashi says the growth to enlightenment is a pathless path. It is a journey from here to here. Mahashi says, and I quote, the state of enlightenment is just the state of utmost relaxation. Enlightenment Is waking up from the waking state of consciousness. The individual who has gained enlightenment is like a lighthouse spreading a powerful influence of peace and harmony into the world. And just by being the enlightened person is contributing to the upliftment of the whole human race. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will be uploaded every two weeks. I would also like to invite you to my YouTube channel. It's called Spiritual Wisdom, Barbara Ann Briggs. I would also like to invite you to to my webpage. It's www.bobarainnbriggs.com. Until we meet again, I wish you the very, very best. All the best to you.